Hello, warriors, and welcome to Spill and Tea with Roxy. Today's episode is entitled Music as a Tool of Healing and Self-Expression. And I am joined today by fellow MS warrior, who is an incredible singer-songwriter um, who likes to create music to heal and inspire others. She also has an amazing company called The Light I Choose, where she highlights people who choose light through dark experiences. Welcome all the way from New York City. Today we have Lena. Hi Lena, how are you? Yay, hi. Doing great. This is Thank awesome. you. <laughs> Thank you for joining me today to spill some tea on MS. Um, how have you been? How are you doing at the moment during this lovely thing we call a pandemic? Uh... <laughs> Is there even a word to describe what's really going on? Like, I don't know. Take things day by day. That's all I can say. <laughs> I totally agree with you. That same thing. It's really hard at the moment. And we're all just trying to find a bit of beauty in this crazy world that happened. We call 2020. Um, yes. You're also an MS warrior. Yes. And a very cool one, might I say. Um oh, thank you. You're very welcome. You are gorgeous for one, and I know everyone enjoys your posts and your interaction on social media. It was very much a pleasure to meet you. Thank you. You too. Look at your style. Like I was like, ooh, this is this is the kind of people I want to follow. The MS warriors that look so good and make it look easy. Like you know, yeah. But it's not. But it's not. No, no. <laughs> You've got to like take the good days where you get them, right? So. On the day where I can paint a face or like show a bit of love and light, I will do it. And I appreciate that you right. do that. It's beautiful to yeah. be around. Because right before this, I did not look like, like this at all. <laughs> I looked like how I felt this morning. Don't. I took a picture in the hills recently and someone went to me, how do you do that? I was like, oh no, I don't. Don't be silly. I put the heels on, take the photo, <laughs> and take them off again. <laughs> that twisted. I can't do what you think I can do. This is just a second. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels good when you do it for a second yeah we've got to make ourselves feel good especially when we feel bad mm -hmm. like um what do you do to make yourself feel good like i do stuff like meditation yoga to keep myself a bit balanced um and to keep a little bit of light in my life um is there anything mm -hmm. that you can use for yourself that you think helps get you through the darker days i'd say hmm well that's something i should do a lot of doctors have been recommending that to me to meditate do some yoga and chill out, you know, but as of lately, I kind of just keep myself around positive energy, people that I love and yeah, watch my favorite show, chill. And I rest a lot because yeah. my body is telling me to rest. Like I rest, I stay in bed. Uh, if I don't have to do anything, I won't do anything and I'll recharge. So that's kind of what's been getting me through. And like, I write a lot, I journal a lot. I let out my feelings, I cry if I need to. That's what like gets me through. So I get through the dark times by actually experiencing those negative feelings and letting letting it pass. And then I find the light after. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree. Journaling, things like that, they're incredible tools for therapy. And I think more mm -hmm. people should do that, myself included, because I start it and sometimes I kind of fall off that bandwagon of writing out my feelings. And I think it's very, very right. beautiful. Um, can you tell us all a little bit about yourself and your MS journey? Okay, so my MS journey is kind of like a little 
weird because I did have symptoms when I was younger, but I'm only realizing that now. Now that I'm aware of MS, I know that it's related to this story. But it was more serious around two years ago where it was more frequently all these symptoms that I was having. And, you know, like cognitive fog or brain fog and muscle weakness, fatigue and pins and needles in your body. I had all these weird symptoms and didn't make sense. And I didn't know if they connected to each other. Yeah. And so, yeah, then finally I got diagnosed now in March, right before the pandemic. Uh And so it's kind of just, that's kind of just been my story now. Like that was my story before of trying to figure out the diagnosis and all of that. But the story now is really just navigating the how to deal with the diagnosis and what do I do now that I have it? And I'm still on that journey and it's going to be a long journey. (laughs) (laughs) It's different when they tell you, it's like one thing when you're trying to figure out for years, they thought I had lupus, they thought other things. Nothing really felt like it was right. And then when they do tell you, hi, this is MS, you kind of don't know how to feel because they tell you you have something and you're glad you know you also kind of like now you're telling me there's no cure you don't know how to process that internally it kind of yeah. makes you go i'm happy sad it's weird it's like i'm grateful yeah. I'm happy, but i don't know what to do and sometimes they can help you so much i think medically but they can't help you necessarily deal with that emotional impact and also mm-hmm. how actually take the steps just to deal with life after that it's very they can't really help you in that sense so I don't know about you, but the community for me definitely mm-hmm. helped me in that way to kind of navigate life with Emma, you know? Definitely. It's, if it wasn't for the community that I found through social media, I don't know how I would have gone through it. We were experiencing a pandemic at the same time. So it was a lot to take in. And I think connecting with those people that I can relate to that understand what I'm going through. I even found other people that got their diagnosis around the same time. So people who really knew what I was talking about, like, and I think that's the importance of actually speaking up and sharing your story and being brave enough to be vulnerable because that's a a tough thing for a lot of people to be vulnerable and share your personal things because the fears of what comes with that, but there's so much good that can come from it and you can inspire others while they inspire you and inspire each other and, have people to be on the journey with you because who wants to really do things alone (laughs) no you do you need you need like I call it my MS family I need these people in my life just you know Mm -hmm. we have good days we have bad days and sometimes it's nice to speak to someone that really does understand what's happening not like not that people around the social party care but sometimes Mm -hmm. there's certain things that unless you're talking to another MS warrior it's a weird connection you kind of you kind of feel like this person really doesn't know they really understand how it feels to have that cognitive mm-hmm. function that double vision or just the mm-hmm. uh, anxieties of life just dealing with it i mean you are in new york i'm in london it's a very busy city mm-hmm. i kind of have ms in a city like that to me i mean most cities in general but a city like that is a lot to deal with you know mm-hmm. it's a fast yeah. pace thing I've had to learn to slow down it wasn't easy I feel like mm-hmm. breaks on deep breath you don't have right. to like they tell you you have to do in the city you can slow down a little bit you that's need to- true 
And that brings up a good point because New York City and like your city is so busy, but I, it's kind of a blessing that I got diagnosed. It's like I got diagnosed and then everything slowed down around me. So I also had that time to process it because otherwise I would be, you know, the city that never sleeps. You just keep going and keep going. And I can't, how am I supposed to do that when I just got diagnosed? So right when I got diagnosed, like I got that break. And I was also a student. I just graduated um, from college because I went back to school to finish. And that was, it was my last semester. And it was so hard to have that switch, that transition to online classes and move out of my dorm and all of that. And wow. yeah, but it was like the pandemic kind of helped me in a way because it gave me some time to really just sit with my diagnosis because people were figuring out the pandemic. So, you know, yeah. it kind of, it kind of was a good thing. So I just, I take things day by day and I know that there's a purpose for everything and there's things you can learn from your tough experiences. So that's the, that's how I really get through things because yeah, it sucks. And it's okay to be in that feeling of grief when you get a diagnosis like that and also learn what really is important. And just for the pandemic, the same for the pandemic, like we had a lot of loss, a lot of experiencing experiences lost, people lost, and you get to um, really focus on what that really meant to you at the time and take really take advantage of the moment that we have now. And I really take advantage of my legs working now. And I can dance, so I dance. Or like, you know, I, I'm a dance, I'm gonna move my feet and I'm gonna do this because I can now. And who knows with MS, like if my legs will stop working one day, you know, I'm gonna be grateful for what it is right now. Gratitude is absolutely everything with an autoimmune disease because I think mm -hmm. it's a concept to implement in our lives. Um, I think at the start of my diagnosis, I wasn't as grateful a human being um and i had to learn that you know just be grateful for the sunset and sunrise be grateful you're breathing this morning be grateful that you can feed yourself today like it sounds silly because we're we were so well i was younger than i am now it's probably your age like it's probably the same age that we got diagnosed i'm just a little bit older than you now um we're young mm -hmm. and you don't mm -hmm. expect it. you kind of go no i want to go run around the world but you kind of got to go right be grateful that you're even here just be grateful that you have mm -hmm. someone next be grateful for the food in the fridge and the yeah and, and things that we take for granted a humbling experience a massive <laughs> humbling experience um i like you it sounds weird but ms has brought me a lot of joy in my life as well as a lot of heartache i've met some incredible people i've changed my life in ways that i never thought i would do um and i think it forces my hands in ways to shop for myself and like you said stop take you know reset look at yourself look at life um have gratitude and be grateful for what you do have and not always be thinking about the next thing that you need to do or achieve because really right. truly we are enough and we need to remember that sometimes that we just being art is enough in this world you know mm -hmm. and to really be thankful for our bodies for working what does work because i know with ms especially it's because something's not working something's not right and we kind of get frustrated stuck in that frustration of that so now when I do have good days I'm like extra grateful I'm like I don't have a headache today like oh my goodness like I don't feel the pins and needles like my legs aren't numb today like this is a great day you know like being grateful for those good moments because it's easy to get 
of you dancing. We need those videos of you dancing when you have to play. We need them. I need to see them. I need to see them. Right, just me being silly dancing. <laughs> I love it. I love that you just bring this beautiful energy to the situation, especially as someone that was only diagnosed like the other day. It's, you're incredible. You know that. Like, I hope you know Thank that you're you. And continue to spread that light because it's beautiful. Um, are you in any treatment with your MS? Are you dealing yeah. with treatment? How yeah, is that so... to start that during a pandemic? Oh my goodness, first of all, to even get diagnosed, like, um, because I got diagnosed while I was home in quarantine, like, over the phone. That's how oh, I wow. got diagnosed. Yeah, I didn't even get diagnosed in person. I had my first appointment in person with the MS specialist because my neurologist said, I think you should say MS specialist. This looks like MS. I'm like, hmm. I did not <laughs> think it was really going to be MS. <laughs> I saw the MS specialist in person, got the MRIs. And then the pandemic hit and everything. And then I found out on the phone that I got MS. And I'm like, what? So then they're like, yep. So we're going to start you on treatment. And we're going to do the uh, pills, like oral medication. And so I was on Textadera at first. And they sent it. So I got the call from the Textadera company or whoever. And they explained what it is and the side effects and all that. And I'm just getting all these calls. And they're like, okay, and you have to sign this paper and sign this also. And everything was happening so fast. I'm like, whoa, 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 slow down. <laughs> and so they sent it to my house and I started taking it, but I would like, my body was on fire. My face would be so red. My chest was like so red. I have pictures and I've shared one at least on my page and I'll continue to share them to really show like what it did to me. Cause I know that other people go through that too. And the doctors are like, oh, well, have some peanut butter with it. So I tried everything. I had it with peanut butter. I had it with a meal. I, 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 did, it. <laughs> I did all the weird stuff they told me to do, and it was still happening. And I was like, no, please change the medication for me. But it was tough because what they would have done was put me on the infusion treatment. But they wanted me on, I really wanted Ocrevus. Like, they said I can have Ocrevus, but... They didn't want to, or Ocrevus, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> um, but they kept saying, like, the pandemic, we don't know. We don't want to lower your immune system with that. And we don't know. We don't know, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, that's the best treatment. I want that one. Um, but instead, they gave, now I'm on Thai fabric, so it's uh, infusion every, once a month. So I have to go. But my first one, I couldn't have any guests with me because of COVID like the guidelines yeah. so I was there by myself and that's like my first actual treatment like you know so it, it hit me hard at that treatment being in the room by myself my phone didn't have service so for oh. the whole two hours I'm just in there literally by myself nobody to talk to and then yeah I broke down in there but now we good <laughs> now I can have somebody with me <laughs> yeah and it's getting better <laughs> Well, I'm glad. I've done both of those treatments. I've done Tysabri myself, um, but it didn't really, my body just rejected it. I started uh, having like burns in my arms and stuff while getting the infusions. No and then I started Ocrevus just before the pandemic, like literally took my second dose of the pandemic. And I'm three months behind a dose. Um, 
Mm. But I don't know about, I don't know what it is with my body and treatments. I don't know, I have these weird side effects. So I'm mm. even unsure continue with that but I, like really no it's i've got friends that are on it and they're having the best time of their life they absolutely adore it but for me it's just mm-hmm. a bit weird i don't know what it is with my immune system like it's meant to knock mm-hmm. out your immune system most people are between zero and 20 and my immune system's 170 still my b cells so obviously i have this incredible immune system that's like <laughs> fighting like a true warrior that it is and it's not necessarily coming out in the right way for me. So I am going to take right. a break, personally, and reset and rethink about what the next steps are for me. But um, I'm glad that it worked for you. I think it, they're incredible drugs. I mm-hmm. love hearing about all of the magic they do, especially with Ocrevus. I can understand why you want that. There's a few people I know that oh, have recently. But I don't know what it is with me. It just, I don't know, it doesn't. I don't know. I am probably going back to, but I took two years out. Like I didn't take treatment for two years and I was pretty good actually at that point. But I Mm. changed my world. I changed my diet. I changed my exercise. Changed what's going in my brain. I would um, train my brain, take all that goodness. Um, Mm. And for some reason that was working. When I took the treatment, it's like my body panicked. <laughs> I don't explain it. Oh, I panicked. Because you know emotionally you can trigger your internal systems anyway as MS. So right. a bit a bit more of a psychological thing with who I am as a human being and the fact that mm. um I do like control quite a bit. <laughs> I can't lie. So I think it's also giving away more control over my life. Because I think sometimes mm. like I feel like Emma took a lot away and gave me a lot and I think I was in a place of um, gaining back a bit on my own and then I think I gave it away and I think I've had my own hospital trauma and everything so I think that probably played out into how treatment works for me or even the mindset I go into getting help or an infusion because I think a lot of it is very much the mindset you want as a human being and for me Mm. I don't know it doesn't work I've got friends that do no drugs at all and no treatment and they have certain kind of life and they are thriving and then I have people that definitely should be taking treatment and it's magical how different we all are Mm -hmm. and our needs are so different but we're all going through very similar things and I wish I could write a paper on this or something because it's so (laughs) interesting how we all are how we deal with MS and how we get through life with treatments or just health or even just random diets like paleo diets keto people do the wildest things and i'm sure you see them yourself on social media and um, on the websites um so i heard that you have this beautiful gift or i keep seeing you sharing an amazing gift that you have and we're gonna call that gift music yay How long have you been creating the beauty of music? Well, thank you. Um, I've been, let's see, I started probably around like middle school. I would write like poetry. It started off kind of with poetry. Then one day I I wrote a rap and my teacher was like, wow, you could rap. When I look back at that rap, it was very corny. It was not that corny. (laughs) 
But I'm so grateful for that teacher because she really boosted my, she boosted me. And I was like, okay, um, I could rap. So I started writing rap and I kind of became the little rap, rapper Lena. But then <laughs> I kind of <laughs> just lost, lost that for a while. And then when I went back to get my education in college and further my education there, I was part of this group where it, it was spoken word, poetry, and writing music. And that's where I rediscovered that. And then I was also going through some things. And it was a very healing thing for me to be part of that group. And we would perform on campus. And then that's when I really started to write again. And But this time, I was like, maybe I should write a song. Maybe I should sing a little bit. So then as people were like, oh, this is actually great. I'm like, really? Just like that teacher back when I was in middle school. And so that's kind of what brought that back into me. I always had, you know, that fire inside, but it kind of died out. So somebody had to light it back up. And I decided to start sharing that more. So I would share more on my personal page. And then once I got diagnosed with MS, I started writing more as a way of healing to, for this new diagnosis because uh, I write better when something wrong happens in my life. <laughs> You know, like when I have like a failing relationship, I got so many songs for that. <laughs> so many. But you know, when I have a good relationship, I'm like, I, I have writer's block. I can't, I can't write. But it's because, <laughs> it's because it usually comes from some kind of pain, something that fires this up in me where I can write. And yeah, I'm trying to try something new where I write more positive instead of always the terrible things that happen to try to flip it and write positively about it of what I've learned from that and yeah that's kind of where I am now and now I continue to write songs and share them and although they're not like recorded like and put out on platforms like iTunes and Spotify at the moment uh, I share it on my Instagram for you know just for a little bit of light for the day for someone else to hear and maybe inspire them to do themselves or just inspire them through my words yeah i think you've definitely inspired a lot of people i saw the comments people were loving it people felt like you were speaking almost for them in a sense like from the heart but they felt like for them that it's from their heart because they were feeling exactly what you were saying and that's i think music is so powerful in so many different mm -hmm. levels like i use music to heal myself um obviously i'm no singer song i don't sing or anything like that I listen to it. <laughs> I don't have your talent. But, um, you know, um, her music and meditation, things like that, they're such powerful things on certain frequencies that I think it's beautiful when people share their voice. And you have a gorgeous voice. Like a, Thank you. And um, you can see in when you share things that you are very there, very present that's coming from the heart and you mean what you're saying and that's incredible that's nice to see especially in this day and age with how music is it's nice to see someone have like i want to say purity to what they're saying their voice and their opinion um so have you got any music coming up for us um where can people find you actually to even hear this beautiful music so if they not no, if they don't know you and they're listening to the right. podcast for the first time, 
where do they go to find the light of Lena, really, and the beauty of the music, that healing voice of yours? Thank you, thank you. Oh my gosh, it's like my teacher again. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, at the moment, it's only on Instagram, so it's only short videos on the light of Lena on Instagram. And I think I have one, the one that we'll probably share with this podcast. It's on YouTube, so okay. I'm starting to add them on YouTube as well to, as another platform. But it's it's just a video of me singing, like in the moment. And soon, I am working on like more songs where I want to do more of like a music video experience of it but and then eventually when I hit the studio and you know things are a little bit safer uh it'll be on more platforms so I cannot wait. <laughs> I cannot wait and when it drops hit me up because I will be sharing it with everyone I'll be dropping the inboxes because I think everyone needs a little bit of that in their life and I commend you and I cannot wait to see this journey unfold because I think it's going to be a great one. Thank I you. Really... I'm excited. No, same. Um, so to the people listening, we're going to let you listen to that exact video that Lena is talking to about, talking to about <laughs> right now. I've been fighting for a long, long time. I've been trying Find the light, oh the nights, oh the nights. I had to find, I had to find a reason not to hide my feelings. Got to me and I'm healing just slowly. I tried to beat it, not to be. that was just I just need the light by Lena and I hope you enjoyed it and her beautiful voice because I know I did um yeah incredible Lena incredible you. you are very very welcome is there anything you want the guests to know about you I mean tell me a little bit more about the light I choose that incredible company that you set up yeah so it's not the light I chose but people say the light I choose yeah it's okay <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I started that project about two years ago because I've always been interested in hearing people's stories and where they come from like what what's something that they've been through that they learned from so I can learn through them through that experience so that way you know I don't have to I could experience it myself but you know you can learn through other people's experiences or I share my story so people don't have to go through what I went through to learn it they can learn through me you know yeah. because there's so many hardships in life and you can avoid those things if you only knew like how to, or you can learn how to get through those things. And then when you do go through those hardships, you know that you can get through it because someone else did and be inspired by that. So I started that and it's really about um, sharing dark experiences in your life that you chose light. So it's called the light I chose because <laughs> you chose light, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I started that two years ago, and who would have known that, you know, that would be the inspiration that I needed two years later when I got the, the diagnosis of MS. 
Like, that's why I think that's also another reason that it wasn't that hard for me to be open about it because I had been sharing other people's stories for two years and including my own that I got comfortable and I and I kind of felt like a hypocrite. I'm like, how could I keep this to myself when I'm over here telling everybody, share your story. Someone needs to hear it. You know, you have power in your voice. Speak up about it. And then here I am experiencing this really tough thing that and keeping it to myself. I was like, no, I have to, I have to share it. And I know I can, and I know I'm gonna be okay if I do, because I've seen all these people do it and they're okay. And they inspire me all the time. Some days I look, I go to the Instagram page and I pick a random story and I reread it and it'll help me for that moment, you know? So yeah, that my own project inspired me <laughs> later on, crazy. But that's a little bit about my project and it's usually like people that I come across in my life just everybody on the page I have met in person or I've had a one-on-one -on -one connection with them so I try to keep it like all people that I actually connected with in my life to show other people how many people you can connect with in your life if you yeah. can see all that so yeah quite personal which is lovely that's quite personal that you are literally crossing paths with these humans and then sharing mm -hmm. that shows you how much you don't know about someone unless you really conversate with them and that we all do that we go through and if we do communicate right. a bit more you don't really know what you're going through that is like you said going to help someone else and help improve mm -hmm. their life let them just at the very least know that they're not alone and that right. in itself is quite powerful um yeah. so people that are listening to this where can they find you where can they connect with you what are you on how do they get to know lena even more than they do now okay uh you can find me on instagram the light of lena that's my page where i talk about my ms journey the mental health stuff that's where you'll find my music and then the light i chose is where you can read other people's stories where they're sharing their dark experiences where they chose light and you can dm me through there you can email me there's there'll be some buttons you can click to connect with me and on either page if you want to learn more about the light I chose if you want to share your own story we can connect and you know work that out or you can follow me on the light of Lena and we can connect on there too oh, yeah, amazing always open <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today just to spill some tea and let everyone get to know you and I'm sure everyone's going to enjoy your story and your beautiful gift um and I will definitely be continuing following you and seeing how your journey unfolds. And I'll be sharing more about you as time rolls on because I think definitely people want to know more about Lena. So thank you so much. And thank you for being on Spoon TV, Roxy.